my whole uh, message to people is that, you know, I don't care how bad, how bad it was is not an indicator of how good it can get. You know, how bad it was is not an, like in horse racing, it is. Your past races are going to kind of tell us how your future is going to be. But in this human development space, in an all things possible universe, that has the past has nothing to do. You're one thought away from freedom. You're one thought away from a different life. You're, you know, you're you're one yes away from something completely different. Collective Insights is a voyage through topics and technologies revolutionizing human well-being. Groundbreaking approaches for a better world and a better life await you. Welcome to Collective Insights. This is James Schmachtenberger, CEO and co-founder of Qualia. I appreciate your support of our podcast, Collective Insights, and I encourage you to try the formula that launched our company, Qualia Mind. Qualia Mind promotes life-changing enhancements to your focus, energy, and overall mental wellness. This podcast interviews world-renowned experts on crucial aspects of mental wellness, such as sleep, exercise, and mindset training. But if you also want to add the life-changing brain nourishment to your diet, try Qualia Mind at neurohacker.com. You can use code James for an extra 15% off. That's Qualia Mind with code James at neurohacker.com. And I hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome to today's episode of Collective Insights. My name is James Schmachtenberger, the CEO of Neurohacker Collective, and I will be your host today. And today I have the pleasure of getting to interview Jerry Powell. Jerry is the founder of Rhythmia, an all-inclusive luxury medically licensed plant medicine center in Guanacaste, Costa Rica. Uh, in addition to founding Rhythmia, Jerry is a successful conscious entrepreneur and author building businesses that provide healing to humanity and nature. Jerry, thank you so much for being here today. I'm so happy to be here with you, James. Yeah, this is a, a particularly fun, exciting one for me, having gotten to come down to Rhythmia a few months ago and had just a incredible life-altering kind of experience. Um, so I'm looking forward to getting to talk to you and getting to introduce our listeners to Rhythmia and all the wonderful things you've created there. I'm so happy. So I, I guess to kick things off... Um, since not everyone is necessarily familiar with Rhythmia, do you want to give a little background on what you've created there? Yeah, so Rhythmia is a, a we call it a life advancement center. It's uh, it's we use uh, different modalities to bring around um, what uh, many of the ancients would call a soul reclamation. Uh, we call it a soul merger. We have over 13,000 people through the doors and 95.61% of them claim that they had a life-changing miracle during their stay. Yeah, I mean, I guess for people who aren't entirely familiar, Rhythmia is um, largely based around the use of a plant medicine called ayahuasca uh, to be able to induce kind of profound altered states and then combined with other kinds of practices and other curriculum to be able to sort of integrate and support and make sense of these profound experiences that come from ayahuasca. Um, yeah. And 
I think probably most of our audience is relatively familiar with ayahuasca, but uh-huh. you want to give a little download? So what, and this is where I get with all psychedelics, so that uh, ayahuasca is more uh, of an Amazonian uh, tea that contains DMT. And there are different variations of this tea, but it's been uh, consumed in in the Amazon for around 12,000 years, they believe. And, and what we do with it, we use, we use the, the tea as part of a total package that includes yoga, meditation, breath work, uh, food, a cleanse, metaphysical teachings, support uh, into this, this high pressure. And it is a high, it's a high pressure week of, of, of focused uh, self-work uh, in, in the, the combination of how these things are packaged is what creates this result and the result uh, has a permanency to it. What do I mean by that? Uh, 92.71% of the people who go through the program at the six-month mark say that that thing that happened to them during the program is still working in their life. So, you know, a lot of the superficial work that we uh, do, and a lot of, there's a lot of great work that's superficial work. And there's a lot of work that uh, takes uh, a multitude of repetitions to, 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 to get, to start to get in and become habitual and this and that. And, and this is not one. This is one that, that goes so deep. It's a, and I don't wanna make it sound easy because it's the hardest week you'll ever spend in your life. In my opinion, if you if you attack this the right way, it is if you, if you surrender to it the right way, which is an attempt, it's crazy that I use that term, but if you surrender to it in the right way, it is the hardest week's work you'll ever do. And uh, but it goes so deep that that the changes that are made are are permanent if they're looked after, just like uh, and so what do I mean if they're looked after? Well, if you have if you're a meditator or a prayer or a, a, a do spiritual mind treatments or a breathwork person, or you have this da- a, a daily practice, you're going to be fine uh-huh, when you leave here. And and but what, what's interesting is that that you know without a daily practice over the course of a year, it you will unwind again. So so people need people really have to understand that that this spiritual journey, once you decide to take it and, and you're taking it, whether you decide to or not, is a, is a lifetime, it's a, it's a commitment to daily work. It's, right. it's really uh, a commitment. And, and there's so many people that are selling shortcuts and uh, geez, I don't, I just haven't found them. As a matter of fact, everything seems like it takes, takes longer, you know? Than, right. than what we got. No, I mean, I think with, I mean, in my experience, like almost any form of meaningful personal development that's going to have significant impact and particularly lasting impact is going to be hard work. Like that's just kind of part yeah. of it. And it's actually the willingness to do the hard work and to go to those kind of scary or difficult places inside. I think that is almost like a necessary piece of being able to have those kinds of evolutions. 
it was actually one of the things I really appreciated with Rhythmia was like that was one of the core lessons that I remember you know came through over and over again was lean into what's hard. Right. And, and I just and that's why James, I loved having you here because you are you have an extensive spiritual past and you have a real great uh understanding of 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 it being a real you know a long-term process. It's a lifetime of work. This is, you know, it really is. Now I will say this. After uh, you've been to a place like this for a week, that is a life change, pivotal time, and people bend down a new road, and and that road is a is a more pleasant way of living. I completely am on board with that, uh, you know that that idea. But it's still it's still work, and and usually here's what happens in this kind of thing here when people come to this place. They they look at their own lives and they say, hey, what I'm doing and what I was meant to do are two different things. Yeah. And now I'm going to go down a new road. And and so it's a real life changer. It really is. You know, I get so many, so many folks here that come here for the week and and re rejigger their life's mission. They're like, okay, I no longer want to do this. I want to do that and I want to help people and I want to, you know, the, the same thing that happened to you, James, X years right. ago, you know, right. they're having it happen while they're here. You right. Know? Well, I mean, in my experience, like that's one of the most important pieces of this, right? Because you can come and do an ayahuasca ceremony or, you know, any, any kind of, you know, profound sort of psychedelic experience and have these incredible awarenesses, awakenings, takeaways, but the in all, in many cases, I think the real work is then how do you implement that into your life afterwards? And right? it's not just having this profound experience and then going back and doing everything exactly the same. Right, <laughs> right, right. For me, particularly with ayahuasca, more than other forms of plant medicine, um, the way that I've often experienced it, not always, but is that it's like when I go into one of the journeys, there's usually some part of my life that I'm avoiding or maybe not, not fully addressing in the ways that I know that I should. And ayahuasca just sort of takes all of the pain <laughs> associated with that avoidance pattern and concentrates it. And not only the pain that I've experienced, but all the pain that I could potentially experience in the future around continuing that avoidance pattern and it's like, it, it almost just like turns it into a two by four and just beats me upside the face with it until at a certain point, I'm like, okay, okay, you win. I will make that change, right? So it's like, I have this profound awareness that happens in the journey, but then so much of the work is actually in the weeks and months following being willing to implement those changes and move away from the avoidance pattern or whatever it is for what people are experiencing. Um, and I think it's profoundly easier on the back end of having an experience like Rhythmia provides, right? Because even though we all know that there are these things that we should maybe do differently or implement into our life, a lot of times we don't have the maybe willingness or wherewithal to make those changes unless something really heightens that experience and makes us acutely aware. Right. Right. So. 
in that, you know, and this is the, the thing where either, you know, when people come to a place like this, they're either pushed or pulled usually, right? So they're usually uh, pulled by uh, a wanting or a yearning or pushed by a bad experience or a life circumstance. And, and then when the plant medicine sheds light on the true nature of the person, then that person really feels uh, some debt of gratitude for the fact of that they're alive. Mm-hmm. And, and, then, and then they want to share that feeling with others uh, through whatever, whether that's art or uh, however, however that is, but, but I get, you know, it's so hard for me too, James, because, you know, I'm running this business mm-hmm. and with my right hand and then doing medicine with my left hand and then da, 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 you know what it's like, it's like, it's like, you know, it's, uh, it's, everything is, is rainbows and unicorns and then, and then, you know, then business right. stuff happens and it's like, oh my God. And so folks like us, James, that, that want to straddle both, both uh, parts of life, right? This, 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 uh, this other and this, this, this earthly life uh, have even a more unique challenge to balance those uh, uh, going forward. Let me say it this way. Rhythmia tends to attract business people in search of a spiritual awakening. And and business people are athletes or actors or acting like in search of it. So, so when they get it, they're faced with this, this, uh, thing. If I were, if I were dealing with people who, who went their whole life, uh, failure to failure, to failure, to failure, that experience, the rhythmic experience would be different, but most of our guests have the opposite of what happened. Success, success, success and no joy and they're like uh, okay now wait and then you create this new thing and that new thing is hard it really is because you know we're trying to we're trying to run by all kinds of rules rules of the mother rules of the earth rules of you know the masculine rules of it's a lot it's a lot but it's the most i i can't think of a more amazing way to experience life than trying to do all that you know i guess you know <laughs> that you know yeah yeah no well said i i totally agree and it is it's, it's a very unique set of challenges to be able to bridge those worlds to be able to you know be high functioning in the society that we live in in the business world while simultaneously tapping deeply into the realms of you know spirituality of altered states and because oftentimes they actually tend to pull in different directions right and so yeah. the work of actually being able to integrate those is is quite meaningful it's, uh, a, it's a it's a humdinger i tell you the uh it it has a beautiful byproduct so the the when you get that right to me it's like the ding when you hit a glass you know and when it when you when you get it right and you get the ding and you go well you know at least for this week 
I am, I am exactly where I should be. And, and right in the middle of this two vibrations and, and not in conflict. And you're like, ah, well, life is good for a few days, right? <laughs> and then you're, you know, and it's all worth it because in that, in that clarity, it's just, it's good stuff. It's great stuff. And, and you're talking to a guy who prior to plant medicine, I was a true a maniac and, and alcoholic, drug addicted, saddest, one of the saddest people I've ever met. And to go from that to a guy who's, who's uh, still crazy, but helping people 24 hours a day. Like it's a crazy, right. it's a crazy thing, dude. It's just crazy. You know, and I really got along with you, James, when you got here and I, I understand the care and, and, and time you take in your formulations. And I know that it really is, uh, you remind me of me in so much as we, you know, I, every inch of this experience uh, is super well thought out, highly practiced and important, just like every product that you put out right. has is from the right place. The hard work has been done. So, you know, that, that, and that is godlike. That is, that is like uh, fully participating from a community standpoint, I believe, you know? Right. Yeah. No, I, I noticed that in a significant way when I was down there, like the, the attention to detail that you put into the facility, the trainers, the, you know, everything. It's like, it, yeah, it's a very similar experience to what I, you know, feel on a daily basis where it's like, it's not about business. It is, you know, a business, but ultimately like it's a life passion and devotion to do the thing that we believe can make the most significant impact on humanity and to be sort of unwavering in how that is applied. I agree. Wow. And it can be really freaking hard. <laughs> and, and, and also, I want to tell you, it's cool. easy to say, right? It's it's easy to say, but even as you're saying it, the thought of of doing this, and the thing is, I, I actually believe uh, people who have made a real contribution have thought this way, and they just stick to it. They right. just stick to it. And, the, and, and I believe that, like, ayahuasca, because one thing that a lot of folks don't, unless they're great meditators and they can get to this particular place, but with ayahuasca, when you do leave your body and you are sure you are not in your body because you're looking at it, uh-huh, you're absolutely sure that I'm not, I am not my body, uh-huh, then, then the fear of death wanes a little bit, yeah? And, and as that fear of death wanes, the 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 need to more fully participate in life springs up uh-huh. and i thought it would be the opposite i thought oh if you're afraid of dying then live life to the fullest but it's the exact opposite that right. that the only time that you can start to experience the sacrifice that it takes james to do businesses like this right and the feeling of love and the feeling that you is when you're not afraid of time. 
Uh-huh. And 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 in in that moment when when you change to being not afraid of dying, you really do start living life in a in a, in a different, more committed way. Uh-huh. Right. And and that's why that's why I tell you, if you come to a place like this, and if it does nothing for you, but but gets you out of faith and into gnosis, that in itself is worth your whole life. Do you know what I mean? Just that one oh, thing. For sure. You know? Right. Yeah. 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 No, I totally agree. Um, well, be, before we keep going deeper into some of these things, I, I want to change gears a little bit. And you, you know, you brought up that, you know, previous to doing this, you were kind of a maniac, sad, depressed. I'd love if you'd share a little bit of your kind of founding story, because it's such a unique one. And I think not only is it, you know, exciting and entertaining, but I think it actually gives people a sense of what's possible for them. Uh -huh. So, uh, so I was uh, a kid and I just thought I was a tough kid. I didn't, I didn't know, you know, anything I, I didn't, I didn't get out of high school and get kicked out of high school. I didn't ever graduated, wound up in going to, to jail and, and, you know, having just a really hard start in life. And, and, but I was uh, an okay business guy. And, and I ended up doing just focusing my whole life on business. And I grew some companies and enough selling one for a uh, touch under a hundred million bucks. <laughs> and, uh, and I had two beautiful kids, uh, a wonderful wife. And, but I was terrible. I was uh, a drug addicted, uh, greedy, like lying, cheating, terrible guy. And, and I was super sad, super sad and, and kind of hyper manipulative, but, but nasty at the same time. I was, a I was a real handful. And uh, my wife ended up leaving me. I ended up going to Passages Malibu. And about five, five years into, into full-time uh, therapy, I was in therapy five days a week uh, for eight hours a day. I, I, I broke and I couldn't go on anymore. And one thing led to another and I did plant medicine and I, I saw my grandfather uh, molest me and it explained everything about why my life was the way that it was. And from that point on, that was, that was July 4th of 2014. Within a few months later, I bought this place and I wanted to do this for other people because, because I just, the, the who I was versus who I turned into was so, the contrast was so great yeah. that, that I thought, man, man, there must've been a million people like me that were, that were living these sad lives that were folks that did well, that achieved, and they were just sad. They were, they were, it wasn't stacking up. The dream wasn't producing the joy and the da 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 da. And so when I did that and I, I got a, a feeling of what it felt like to help people, 
and and kept doing plant medicine. It just kept getting uh, richer and richer and richer from a personal standpoint. But starting the first licensed uh, plant medicine business in the world, uh, medically licensed one that had its own problems and still it's one of the hardest businesses I've ever run in my whole life. And it's uh, a nightmare on a daily basis, but, mm -hmm. but I just, I just love it. And I, I know that I had my hand in, in helping some 13,000 people uh, and it's a great feeling. And, 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 you know, anybody that is out there, you know, like what's interesting in the last seven years, I've seen suicides pop so much more than ever. You, you know, friends are losing friends and da 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 da. And my whole uh, message to people is that, you know, I don't care how bad, how bad it was is not an indicator of how good it can get. Yeah. Right. How bad it was is not an, like in horse racing, it is. Your past races are going to kind of tell us how your future is going to be. But in this human development space, in an all things possible universe that has the past has nothing to do. You're one thought away from freedom. You're one thought away from a different life. You're, you know, you're, you're one yes away from something completely different. So, right. and, and that's the real message to people is that, is that, uh, you know, all of this, personal development, uh, physical health, spirituality, all of these things without, without uh, some contentment are worthless. Right. So, so without, uh, and yet the contentment is there for anybody who wants to say yes to, to, to becoming accountability and making to becoming accountable and and making a change, you know, it's all it's all fixable. No matter what it looks like, right? It, it's fixable. I don't even care if you're on death row. It's fixable. Everything is fixable. It's all in the spiritual realm. It's all fixable, you know. And and what I feel what I feel bad about there's so many people out there selling these uh, spiritual bypasses and shortcuts that actually put people further back into where they were instead mm -hmm. of drawing them into something new. And, uh, and I don't like to, to bitch about people. I don't, and I never, I never call these people out, but when I see it, and that's it's something that rubs me the wrong way because it's just as easy to do a little bit more work and tell the truth and then push people to where they, they have this draw themselves, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. I think I mean, from what you were sharing, one of the things that comes to mind is this concept of emergence through emergency as one of yeah. the Fuller's teachings. And it's like that oftentimes the most profound changes, whether that's at an individual level or at a societal level come from a place of things looking so dark that you can't see what could possibly be on the other side. Right. But it's actually that that spark of 
you know, human ingenuity, creativity, passion that ends up becoming enlivened through dark experiences oftentimes. And that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. 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 And I mean, that's one of the things I really saw in your story, especially, you know, having heard a more in-depth version. It's like, you were in a pretty dark place in many, many yeah. ways. And I, you know, you go back to that time. I can't imagine that you were thinking this is what life would look like now. <laughs> I, I didn't think I'd be alive. You know, I tried to kill myself two different times. And that that is the thing, like, uh, that is the beauty of the thing, though, is that that h- how could it go from, and you see this, my case is almost typical. You see this all the time, that, that uh, this person who's on the brink of self-destruction has a new thought, however that thought comes in, you know, and ayahuasca is a, a great one because it nails it in, yeah, right. has this new thought and all of a sudden uh, goes from consumption to production, from taking from life to giving to life. And that, that is the, that's the winner. And if we can stick with that, and what you and I have to remember is in our daily businesses, it's sometimes hard in the heat of a day okay. to remember that, that that we're actually in this. Uh-huh. And right. it's, uh, it's a hard, it's some days, certain days are harder than others to, 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 to straddle that. But what, what I say to folks like us that, that are trying to is that, Man, when you get it right, there's no feeling, there's no feeling like that in regular life. When you're when you're in that spot where where both vibrations are harmonized through you in your you're right where you should be. And 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 you can tell when you are too, because things are working like in this effortless way. Uh-huh. Right. You know, and it's a it's a great. It's a great moment to catch, you know? It's a great moment oh, yeah. to catch. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. No, it is definitely a deeply, deeply evolutionary process. Um, you know, being able to hold these these different poles. I think in, in my experience, like it, in the earlier days, they felt like they pulled in opposite directions so strong that it was a very hard thing to actually know how to work with or how to integrate. And then over time, that still happens, but it happens less. And I think they, at least for me, they start becoming experienced as progressively more synergistic. Uh Aha. So that you're, uh I (laughs) I heard you with my heart. Yes. Yeah. Like I know for myself, when I, like all the businesses I've done in my life have been very mission focused and mission driven. Um, and there was always a deep sense of purpose with them, but in many times there was also a deep sense of like depression and misery because I had essentially given up any sense of personal life or even had a personal value in service of a mission. And so even though I was on purpose, I was actually quite miserable. Right. So when I then first started diving in and having experiences with plant medicine or other kinds of like profound cathartic experiences, I was like, oh, this, like, I get to feel this deep, true, beautiful part of myself that I haven't felt in a long time. Yeah. And there was a big part of it was like, I just want to lean into that. And I want to stop dealing with all of the difficult parts of business and trying to change the world. 
And, and being able to hold those was actually really hard, but it's, but because I was willing to, <laughs> and I just kind of continued down that path. Now what I found is that over time, it's like, now I go have one of these really profound experiences and rather than wanting to pull away and do something fundamentally different, I actually feel more inspired and more dedicated to do the work. Uh-huh. And then when I do the work and I feel really like on purpose and on passion, I'm like, ah, oh, you know, I, I also want to balance that with, you know, continually tapping into these deeper experiences of life. And it's like, uh-huh. now it's like each side kind of feeds the other and not all the time. <laughs> there are totally times where things are still difficult, but I've noticed that evolution over the years. And, and I actually believe that the deeper you go into both sides of that, the processes and practices that work in the astrals also work on earth. Yeah. Uh, it's finding out what they are and how to manage those. And, and so what, what's so interesting is that, that, you know, when I first got into the, the spiritual business, I thought, oh, now I'm in a spiritual business and all of the principles are going to change, but they didn't. So, right. so like uh, many business principles are spiritual. And and you can't divest the two. You, right. you, it's just this. It's one interesting integration. This uh, putting it all together, and then and then finding out, you know, where where you are, and how to optimize that, and still enjoy. And you know, I I look at people like Mother Teresa, and I I really do, and I know that she's easily picked on these days but man she gave so much all the time uh, i always get charged when people pick on people like that and, and right. say it's no oh, she didn't do any bullshit she didn't do anything oh i only got what she did right but uh she didn't look too happy doing it you know so so the thing is is that that's where i think the art of this thing comes into play is the spiritual business principle uh, companies uh-huh, can can actually uh, foster an environment. And I'm not I'm not a big joy guy. I'm not a big joy guy, but foster uh, uh, an environment of uh, contentment uh-huh, and peace. Uh-huh. And and that I guess to to many is joy, you know. Right. I, I I just people are burning up the 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 thing of how to be in bliss 24 hours a day, da 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 like all that bullshit. Like that that to me is not uh it's just not how it works, you know. No, I feel like I mean I tend to think that's a disconnect from reality. Uh, It's not that we don't want to have experiences of bliss or even have bliss be a significant part of life, but the idea that that's something to aim for as a constant actually just feels like it's trying to bypass the wholeness of life because life includes bliss and all kinds of beautiful experiences, but it includes pain and loss and, struggle and so many other things. And the only way that I've seen to be able to be in bliss all of the time 
is to essentially disconnect from reality and not be willing to have the depth that comes from it. But even then it's not real bliss because it's like, if you don't allow yourself to feel close enough to people that you can experience loss when they move out of your life or they pass, it's like, then the quality of the bliss that you're experiencing is relatively superficial. Agreed. I so agree. And, and in that, in that thing, so that uh, feeling of love is, is a lot of times what's wrapped up in arrhythmia experiences that people lead. And when they feel that love, they want to become more of a beneficial presence on the planet. And when you take that on, it's easy to talk about, but when you take it on and say, I'm actually going to take this on, uh then the hard work starts. Uh Then, you know, no product that you're going to serve to people is quite good enough. And you have to be perfect at things and da, 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 da. And, And I love that taking that on because I believe I believe that we all come back and that that I want to come back to something better than what I saw this time. And, and uh, you know, so I was having this chat with someone the other day and they said, well, why are you so, you know, why are you so hell bent on this? And I said, well, I believe I'm, I'm coming back and, and I want to come back to a place where more people have had this kind of experience because it's going to make them uh, gentler and kinder and and more accountable and all these things. And they said, well, that's kind of selfish. I said, okay, what if I told you that doing it for my children, would that make you feel any better? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I only have uh, my children and grandchildren, great grandchildren, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> and and you know, with with what you do and 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 the products and stuff that you guys have, the the one thing that I really believe is I believe that a lot of these uh, uh, spiritual experiences, you know, if you have a spiritual experience and you have uh, age and life experience, mm-hmm. right, you can contribute the most back in your 50s, 60s, and 70s is what I believe. That's 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 when you care less about what you look like and about less about how tired you might be and less about what are you doing after work and less about all these things and more about, Hey, how can I really, I have now these skills. Uh And if we don't take care of our bodies, we cannot give back in the decade that we are at our highest functioning in our particular thing, you know? So, so, I'm big on I'm big on uh, how to stay healthy for the benefit of the collective, like to 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 give back to to this thing that we're involved in, you know. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's funny the the last few years we've been investing a lot in research around increasing longevity, and yeah. part of that is that it's just really important work, and part of it is unquestionably selfish on my part Uh, exactly because like you know as I look back at my life and I you know realize like how much I thought I knew when I was 20 (laughs) 
when I was 30, what that looked like. And I was like, oh, actually I didn't know shit. And you know, now I feel like I know something, right? And then it's like every like five or 10 years that passes, there's just so much more, you know, knowledge, wisdom, opportunity and time to actually integrate it. Um, and, you know, like with, with all of that time passing, there becomes progressively more ability to actually not just live a great life personally, but contribute in progressively bigger ways. And so, you know, like obviously, you know, living longer just to experience more and have more fun. It's all wonderful. And, you know, for me, so much of it, so much of the drive and, you know, trying to advance that domain of medicine is I'm excited to see what I understand and what I can contribute, you know, as many years out into the future as possible. Right. And, you know, I think I finally got into a place where I may be just wise enough to know that I'm an idiot. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I hear you. Yeah. You're singing to the, the choir there. Uh, right. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I look forward to seeing where that continues. I, I remember when I was a kid, I had a mentor um, that was in his seventies and he used to like one of his common phrases was, you don't know your ass from a hole in the ground until you're at least 50. And, and there's truth in that. And I believe that that is 60 and 70 and 80, you'll have the same thoughts. You right. know? Uh, and, and, but I really believe that, that uh, these people, well, you remember James, when we were young, 50 was friggin' old. Mm-hmm. 50 was gray haired, starting to get bent over a little bit, like walking around like this a little bit. 60 was old. 60 oh, yeah. was an old person. Uh huh. I'm turning 60 this year, you know, and I, I honestly, I'm physically stronger than I've ever been in my life. Right. I, I, I'm, you know, I think 80 is the new 60. I really do. I think it's it's there, and there's so much to give, and 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 you know, you finally start to really start to find your sweet spot in your fifties and sixties, and and you know, and in all ways, right? I mean, that's there's so many internal changes, and 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 you have life experience, and pain, and sorrow that you've been through. Like it, it, it makes for a different. You're a different machine than you were in your thirties and forties, you know? Um, right. Yeah, I love it. And, and that's why I believe that uh, anti-aging stem cells, neurohacking, neurotropics, plant medicine, spirituality, breath work, yoga, uh, all these things when they're converging, uh, can really are are the 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 stepping stone to changing this whole thing like together this this thing and there's it's it's interesting too because it's it's pulling in people from all different mindsets it's you know that that you know the 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 stem cell folks and the anti-aging folks and the 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 uh, spiritual folks weren't in the same camp 15 years ago and now everybody seems to be merging into this middle camp of, uh, I guess, as the population ages and softens to this thing where they want they want these things, they want to live longer, and they want to be a part of it. 
you know, and that's kind of what your business is about. And that's what my business is about, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, in, in the time we have left, I wanted to uh, see if you could share you know, some of the stories of healing that you've seen that Rhythmia that have been kind of the most impactful. I know how hard it is to run a business like what you're doing. And so I'm sure it's those experiences and stories that keeps you motivated. What, what I find so interesting, James, is this, that the depth of everyone's sorrow is the same for all living people. So, so uh, and this is what I find interesting. So my childhood trauma from being uh, molested in my neighbor, his childhood trauma from not getting two servings of bologna sandwiches feel the exact same. Uh-huh. So, so uh, that split that happens, when that is healed, when that is put back together, that feeling of miracle is just as high whether, you know, you came in with stage four cancer and you're walking out healed or or you didn't know what was wrong with you your whole life and you got, you're on a new thing. So we see uh, people who haven't gone a day without alcohol in 50 years done. We see people give up smoking. We see people do all these things. But the the most beautiful things are people who are really, you look at them and they're just experiencing life for the first time. They yeah. They look brand new it's a virginal you know they say there's no such thing as a born-again virgin but i disagree because because i see it every week people come out of here brand new and 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 that is you know what keeps me going now if you read if you read on the internet you know uh a lot of athletes come here and they use it for sports they do and that's that's one out of a hundred but most people are here to to feel new again, to feel a spark, the spark of life again, to to feel included again. You know, yeah. we're 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 such late in the last few years. Everything is so divisive. I can't. I'm getting sick of every side that that I can't even. I can't watch a Democrat. I can't watch a Republican. I can't watch anybody. Because, because they're, it's so ridiculously divided, and and to feel included and not hateful is a great, it's a great feeling, right? And right. and I think that's the next evolution for this. We went from you know, uh, we we went through all these cycles, but I really feel that, and I think that plant medicine longevity. Uh, fitness, all of these things, spirituality together are going to be the new, the new thing and, and accepting people, not rejecting people and allowing and not, you know, there, there has to be a change. And I believe we're, we're a part of it. And I believe our businesses are going to help people to, to along that road, because if you've already done it and you created the way whether it be through a supplement or a, uh, a workout routine or a, or a 
a spiritual practice or a plant medicine, if you already did it, you're paving the way for others to get there in a more uh, easy manner. And that's that's what our businesses do. And that's why I immediately liked you when I understood what you were doing and and I get it. I get, I get, I get what's going on. And I feel uh, I was extremely happy that you got uh, down here and got to visit with us, you know? Me too. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't have dates picked out yet, but I'm planning on coming back again in 23. We hope you're you're my guest. I'd love to have you. I'd love yeah. to have you. Bring yeah. me some more of the the brain supplements. <laughs> no problem. We can definitely do that. Yeah. yeah, I I love the way that you were sort of describing that healing process. Because um, I mean, I, I know there's a lot of incredible individual stories of people getting past you know extraordinary traumas or absolutely people healing from all kinds of physiological disease. Um, but you know, the way you kind of centered that on people in essence, getting to experience themselves for the first time. And that is it. That is the big miracle. That is it. To get to their truth, to taste life, to be alive, to feel included, to, to feel worthy, Th- those things worthy, but not overly important. Like it's just, uh, it's, it's day one, you know, it's right. day one. And that, that is the the whole thing, and that's why, uh, you know, that when you when you have a business that brings great light, there's always great opposition. But it's those stories and those people who talk that 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 generate uh, such interest in the things that we're doing. You know, yeah, yeah, and that's the beauty of it. Totally. No, I mean it's it's such important work because. You know, I, I think most people don't really get to have an experience of what it is to truly be themselves. They're, you know, there's either trauma that they experience that kind of disconnects them from that, or even if someone didn't have a meaningfully traumatic, you know, life growing up, the way that our society is designed, there's so much ideology, there's so much pressure to be certain ways, to be on this side or to be on that side, to look really good, to, you know, make sure that you know, everything you post on Instagram is inspiring, right? It's like, whatever it is, there, there's so many things from, you know, culture and religion and education that just kind of push us into thinking we're supposed to be a certain way. Right. And we go about life through that lens. And there's like maybe glimpses of what it is to truly be ourselves. But those, but largely it's those glimpses through the lens of how we think we're supposed to be. And amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that was, you know, something that I definitely got to experience at Rhythmia and, you know, watching so many people, you know, there and through other kinds of similar experiences, like that just look of kind of awe and beauty and inspiration on someone's face when they're first feeling who they truly are without any of the attached ideas or ideology of how they're supposed to be. And that is, that is it too. And, and in that, when, when you look at that relief in someone's face and you can see that the regret has left them, 
the regret that was coming at the end of their life has left them. Uh-huh. And they're on what I call freewheel, where they're where they're really this creative being that wants to be, you know, a beneficial presence on the planet and figure out what their part is, how they can do it, whether that's being a better mother, a better father, a better husband, a better wife, a better aunt, a better uncle, a better community person, a better business person, a better a better uh, spiritual leader, like whatever. Uh-huh. But they figure it out. And then they, if they buy off on it, then they're, they have fulfillment, like what I call, you know, baseline fulfillment, you know? Good. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate you coming on and I'm delighted to get to, to have this conversation. Um, yeah, I, I had just such a profound, beautiful experience at Rhythmia and in, happy to get the opportunity to spend more time with you, but also get to introduce, you know, you and the work that you and the team are doing to a broader community. Um, because I think it's so impactful and I would love to see, you know, most everyone <laughs> be able to go down and, and have that experience. I would so, too. <laughs> uh, so on that note, if, if people do want to, learn more about you, they want to learn about Rhythmia, what's the best? It's www.rhythmia.com. And uh, please check it out. Please, please see what people are saying. And, and I mean, we have a, we have an amazing roster of folks that have been through uh, this program and, and it really is life-changing. I know, I know that you hear this kind of thing all the time, but this really is, and we've data to prove it. It changes your life forever. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's really well worth it. Please come and visit us. We'd love to have you. And James, I'll see you this year. And, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. And I'm looking forward to your visit. I am. Me too. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jerry. Thank you so much. This podcast is for informational purposes only. The podcast is not intended as a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You should not use the information on the podcast for diagnosing or treating a health problem or disease, or prescribing any medication or other treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider before taking any medication or nutritional, herbal, or homeopathic supplement, and with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on this or any other podcast. Reliance on the podcast is solely at your own risk. Information provided on the podcast does not create a doctor-patient relationship between you and any of the health professionals affiliated with our podcast. Information and statements regarding dietary supplements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. 
individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to therein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician. This podcast is owned by Neurohacker Collective.